welcome to another episode of Visitings, where we talk to artists who are engaged with the public outside the traditional exhibition space. My name is Alan Akgao, and I'll be your host. Tomorrow Girls Troupe is an international network of feminists who are utilizing an art practice to advance the issues of gender equality. Their work can be viewed at tomorrowgirlstroupe.com. T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W-G-I-R-L-S-T-R-O-O-P.com. My name is Midori Ozaki. I'm a member of Tomorrow Girls Troop. Hi, my name is Kewal Song, and I'm a member of Tomorrow Girls Troop. And we'll start with the obvious. What is Tomorrow Girl Troop? Tomorrow Girl Troop is a feminist artist group mm-hmm. uh, toward East Asia, especially Japan and Korea at this time. Yes, and we have members all over the world, not only to Korea and Japan, but also in Europe, in America, in um, other Asian countries such as China. Or South America. Mm-hmm. We have like a total 40, 50 members. Mm-hmm. And we make project online uh, by online discussion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so sometimes all 20 are are online discussing whatever so, the topic is? We have a lot of uh, small projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, always we have a several projects going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we divide members who in charge of which project. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing like everybody focus on the same project, right. but it's more like each project requires different type of uh, skill set. So some project required like, oh, we need someone to take video here. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, or some project is more like, oh, we have to organize lecture. We need more someone who has an academic background to support the lecture, uh, mm-hmm. organize a lecture. So uh, each project, uh, we pick the member who will suitable to the project and then try to do the best, how can I say, out- outcome. Yeah. <laughs> Who came up with the name? Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what was that discussion like? So uh, deciding uh, name was very difficult because uh, we are both founder of Tomorrow God Troop. Mm-hmm. However, there is like other five uh, people and 
there was Japanese, Korean, and American member from the beginning. So we knew that we need a group name work for at least those three countries. And then there's a translation issue. And there, you know, like some name only work in United States, but Japanese people have no idea what what that means. What that mean? Or so it was pretty limited. We did a lot of brainstorming, but tomorrow God trip seems the best name to work. In a lot of different language. So. Universally. Mm. So, for instance, tomorrow, that seems obvious, but could we break that down? Why why each word Mm -hmm. was chosen? We wanted it to work for next generation. Uh, We wanted to make our work like a really long term, mm-hmm. uh, not only fixing something for us. Mm-hmm. We want to bring more like a profit to the world, especially next generation. Mm-hmm. We don't want to repeat mm-hmm. what we are doing now for mm-hmm. the next generation. And then we really wanted to do some social change. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of agrees that uh, we wanted to put some word which kind of shows that it's about for future. Um, yep. yeah. So uh, we decided to be anonymous uh, for several reasons. Uh, we before we start the group, we attended at the guerrilla guards lecture, and that was uh, uh, very inspiring. Uh, because at the time we had a big debate: either we should go be anonymous or uh, with a real name, and. Our member in Japan said they want to go anonymous, and our member in United States said they want to go with a real name. And uh, so by attending the Guerrilla Girls lecture, uh, they told us how benefit being anonymous for feminist artists. Uh, because uh, people can't criticize them by their, like, which university they went to, or if their parents are rich or poor, or if she's beautiful or ugly. And instead, uh, they could really focus on the issues they wanted to get attention. So... Uh, after we learned that, and also we really think seriously about our members' situation in Japan, because if we get backlash, 
they're gonna be target but not us in United States and we realize that some of us have more privilege than others and what if you are the woman who are ex escaping from like domestic violence or stalkers or something uh, but if you still want to raise your voice we thought we need a group for that to protect them but let them raise their own voice so i thought anonymous really help uh, for women's group especially like us we surely want to talk about something controversial or something we don't think many people will support us in um, or like uh, we expect backlash so so after a long discussion we decided to go anonymous when was um what was the timeline there when did you go to that gorilla girl lecture like what year was that i think 2015 march or february we went to the uh, lecture and then we start tomorrow god trip in the same year april oh so it was a pretty inspirational i guess yes it yeah, was yeah. Did you get to meet any of the members? I talked to them. Uh, they are wearing gorilla mask, but <laughs> they are really nice and helpful. Yes, I really appreciate their all advice they gave us. And have you communicated with them since? I sent one email to... Uh, one of the member I was uh, introduced, but we kind of lost in touch. I would love to keep contact, but... <laughs> I wonder who they are. <laughs> um, so you mentioned that the members in Japan wanted to be uh, anonymous. Yes. What about the members in Korea? Um, uh, it's pretty different in Korea. Well, but it's still dangerous um, to expose yourself as feminist in public sphere because as far as I know, there are like uh, news articles reporting at least like two women lost their job because they were wearing t-shirt with feminist message. Wow. Yeah. When did, oh, when did that happen? Um, for the past two, three years. Mm. Huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our website is tomorrowgirltroop.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then at the end, you're going to talk about th this magazine project? that you're working yes. on? Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Which project would you like to talk about first? Korean dictionary yep. project? Okay. Can we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So, um, our recent project called Korean dictionary uh, campaign, mm-hmm. uh, which we are working on since last year uh, to write an open letter to uh, Japanese reputably, uh, reputable dictionary called Kojien to rewrite the definition of uh, feminist and feminism. And uh, two years ago, uh, we discovered that something different in Japanese uh, dictionary saying, for example, feminist as a man spoiled woman, or like uh, in the feminism, uh, it's like a theory, woman expands woman's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we compare the each country's dictionary, and we notice that, um, for example, Oxford or Webster dictionary uh, saying like feminine, uh, they mention equality. So feminism is a theory uh, for equality for all sexes. However, uh, in Japanese dictionary, we don't have the word equality in it. And then I saw a lot of uh, uh, websites owned by anti-feminist movement. They cited those dictionaries definition saying that, oh, see, feminism is basically women want to be stronger than men, they want to be dominant. Mm. Uh, Because lack of the word equality, it's very easy to interpret that way. Mm -hmm. And then we find the Korean dictionaryism movement. Mm -hmm. So the old definition of Korean dictionary uh, published by this Korean language center, it's part of uh, the Korean government. And they're the authorized group who um, publishes um, the dictionary and then other publishers um, follow to that. So the old definition of feminist before included this definition, men who are fond of women. So it was the example used in 1920s. Oh, yes. Interesting. So, uh, but thanks to the the culture there now, um, people are very um, activist about uh, women's issues there. So. Very recently, about a couple of years ago, a lot of um, those feminist groups um, contacted the center, um, telling them to change because it's very outdated and um, it is giving a very um, problematic um, 
reading from that. So they kept fighting, and then they actually changed the definition. So now, now the so the second revise was actually, oh, this word used to be used as <laughs> men who are fond of women. But now I think they completely changed it, the third revision. Right. So we inspired by those Korean feminist movement, and we thought we have to do in Japan too. Mm -hmm. And we started online petition, and uh, we collected more than six six thousand uh, signatures. And then uh, the publisher actually published the new dictionary last month. Oh. And then they changed. So they changed feminism uh, definition. Mm -hmm. Now they mentioned that feminism is a theory to seek uh, equality, man and woman, and that was great. Uh, we are so happy about it. Um, and then, uh, however, definition of a feminist got worse. Uh, <laughs> it's as if person who wrote the definition for the feminism and the feminist are different person. Um, we have no idea, but we couldn't believe if one, one person wrote for both of them. So we, so because of that, we couldn't really finish the online petition because right. it's still so far from our ideal definition. Mm -hmm. And even though feminism, uh, our brand new dictionary now say that Feminism uh, is six equality uh, for women and men. However, what we wanted wanted was uh, equality for all sexes, not just like women and men. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so we wrote the letter again. And we kept the online petition. If you are interested, please go to tomorrowgirltroop.com. You can find the online petition there. And there is like a English version of the petition. Uh, so we are still fighting about this issue. Wow. How many signatures do you have on that right now? 6,300 something, yes. What would you ideally like? I have no idea. I don't think it's uh, really about the number of a petition. It's more like encourage uh, the Japanese publisher. Um, they even uh, organized the uh, event around the time they published a new uh, dictionary. And they invited like 17 panelists, and then only two of them are women. So I think uh, 
we have to walk a lot more. <laughs> And also tomorrow girl trip actually uh, organize an event in front of the publisher's event. Oh. <laughs> we did a picnic. So uh, in front of the uh, building, the publisher was having the lunch event. Uh, we did like a, it's called Oden picnic to discuss about uh, definition of feminism and we brought oden which is Japanese like kind of so food for winter Fish and cake. we eat the dish in front of the building and <laughs> gather young feminists uh. and then uh, we uh, sent the petition by the uh, post together so the recent project we've been working on is uh, uh, regarding the comfort women issue all over East Asia so um, we're doing performance in um, Glendale uh, at a park which is right next to the Brain Library. And this performance um, is in collaboration with um, Yoshiko Shimada. Right, uh, the Japanese artist. She also does performance um, about this Japanese comfort women issue. And we're gonna uh, perform uh, like showing women's solidarity to against mentally violence towards women. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, could, we, could we talk a little bit about what the comfort woman issue is? So, it's, it has a long history um, regarding um, Japanese government, um, admitting because it happened during um, Japanese imperialist era and also um, the war. Um, how do you call that word? World um, war II. World War II and then the Pacific War. Okay. Um, yeah, how, it, it is called um, Asia, like Pacific War in Asia. So during that time, yeah, World War II, I would say, um, the Japanese military um, took a lot of women, not only in um, Korea, but like China, Philippines, all over Asia, where they, um, the Japanese military stayed. And um, it was organized um, sexual abuse, sex crime, because they um, put those women um, under, like, name of, like, oh, it's a job, but actually it was not. Um, And then they kept those women for sexual abuse. But then um, until, even until now, um, the Japanese government um, did not um, admit or they actually... Um, 
like in the history textbook in Japan, um, the they rather deleted that part, and then the also the compensation problem is still going on. But the problem is most of survivors they're too old or they already passed away, so it's still ongoing issue. And um, uh, Tomorrow Girls Trip actually wanted to um, talk about those issues, expanding also um, to other um, kind of military sexual violence, because also um, Korean uh, military um, issues were happening, like in Vietnam, during Vietnam War, um, a lot of um, reports of um, rape um, from local women uh, were reported, but Korean government um, did not admit until very recent. But actually, this new president admitted, um, what's his name? President Moon, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, also Korean government recruited um, Korean version of comfort women around um, U.S. military base in Korea, mm. and this they never mentioned about it until also very recent. So we all wanted to um, expand um, this military violence issue, um, not only to you know comfort women. Um, between Asian countries and Japan, but also all over that. Yeah, uh, so Yoshiko Shimada, she's a um, uh, famous feminist artist in Japan, working on those military violence topic for a really long time. One of her performance is being a Japanese comfort woman statue. So she paint herself in bronze. So she became the statue. And because Japanese government uh, denied the Japanese comfort woman as well. So, uh, so uh, she contacted me uh December saying she's coming to LA and she invite us to talk in UCLA which actually actually gonna be February 26 um, so we're gonna talk about Japanese feminist art in UCLA and then we thought, oh, if Yoshiko is coming to LA, we respect her work a lot. And maybe, and also Tomorrow Girl Trip have been discussing about if there is anything we can do about the statue in Glendale. We wanted to make some performance more than two years, but we didn't really come up with solid uh, idea yet. So we thought this is a great opportunity to uh, actually try that. So um, 
we decided to have a it's like a two-month show Yoshiko and us at the same location perform together and then uh, and then uh, I a couple of our member uh, uh, you know we can choreograph piece so um, we discussed last couple weeks how we can use the location and then showing what we gonna tell which is like a solidarity and also kind of protest <laughs> um yeah <laughs> So recently, we started a newsletter project uh, on patreon.com slash tomorrowgirltroop. Um, so the project, because we have such a diversity members, so uh, we interview each other. All members have a very different background. And um, usually those young feminist uh, East Asian uh, girls' voice are not, we, we can't really find in English context often. Mm. Uh, so we, dis we thought, um, you know, some people might interest it. Also, we receive a lots of emails from uh, Western country uh, to just frankly ask what's going on in East Asia feminism. Mm. So we thought we thought we need some media in English mm -hmm. to tell what's what is our life in you know like living in Korea, Japan. Or like, you know, some of them like, oh, I'm Taiwanese, but I'm living in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And then how's the life it that, you know, mm -hmm. those kind of uh, information, uh, we thought it's very important. So newsletter is really talk about our reality as a fem young female, um, or like East Asian female. So a lot of interviews and also like a behind the scene stories because we have a lot of project going on, but on our website, we only put like our like a finished work, mm -hmm. but you know, activism is like, like it's not only about finished work. So uh, that's why we started this newsletter. So please take a look and subscribe. And can you spell that for me? Patreon. P-A-T-R. Oh. I don't know. Pat is it Patreon or Patron? Patreon. Ah. Oh, Eon. Patreon. Yeah. So yeah. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot yeah it's also like a fundraising uh platform mm -hmm. like monthly basis and so when i go there uh do i 
punch in the name of the group or oh patreon.com slash tomorrow girls troop okay yeah and then uh you can subscribe as low as five bucks per month (laughs) okay very good well thank you so much for being on the show thank Thank you you so much thank you thank you That concludes another episode of Visitings. Thanks to Tomorrow Girls Troop for being on the show. Thanks, as always, to the Echo Park Film Center and Dove Lab for letting me share this. I'm Alan Nakagawa, sitting in my living room in Koreatown, saying thank you for listening to Visitings. Visitings.